Hello, dear friends. This is Moonlit Team and Moonlay's podcast. To this space, we invite spiritual masters and practitioners we've met along our journey. These magical people follow the destiny and share stories and tools to help others get closer to the inner light. You can get the support you need, get new knowledge and inspiration through articles and meditations on Moonlight app. Ludwig Simbrelius is a musician, a master of ambient music, and the creator of projects like Pearl, Eternel, and Illuvia. Ludwig crafts music to allow each of us to harmonize with our inner essence, to hear it and to feel what lies beyond the stories and descriptions told to us by the mind. We discuss the creation of ambient music that bring ones to blissful etheric realms, sources of inspiration for it, and how it helps to navigate through challenging emotional periods. At the end of the episode, an experiment awaits you to enable everyone to feel how music influences our state. Hi everyone, this is Ira Kankova, audio designer and meditation master on behalf of Moonlit Team, and I'm happy to introduce you Ludwig Simprelius, who is on the line right now. Hello, happy to be here. Ludwig, your music founded me on SoundCloud, I think, when I was looking for the music for meditation. And since then I started to follow you. Another day I've heard the track where angels were singing in the middle of the ocean. And wow, I've saved it in the meditation playlist as well. It was released by Etonel. And after that, I found out there is the same person actually after Etonel and Pearl. And this is you. So I'm curious how many projects do you have? And how would you describe the difference between these projects? Yeah, um, that's always tricky. I mean, usually when people ask me, like, what kind of music do you make? It's the hardest question for me to answer. <laughs> so I would say, like, all of my projects kind of have ambience at their core. But then in style, they go in very different directions. So Etonel is the most ambient one and the most meditative one. It sort of like always stays in that meditative realm. I think on the first album I did, or no, it wasn't the first, it was actually the third. There is like one or two songs with drums, um, but they are very rare for Etonel. And then actually like as the projects evolve, they sort of like find their, like in the beginning, maybe they're a bit more like going in different directions. And then after a while, they kind of find their path. And Pearl uh, is the first artist name that I took when I was 15 years old. And at that time, I was going through a pretty difficult, like, teenage years. I was, uh, yeah, actually, like, from when I was 10, I sort of, like, had my first depression. And I was very confused. And then I started to, like, just go into nature. Um, so I would... We, we lived in a smaller town in Sweden and I would like walk outside of the town and just find these little 
like small forests that were like between farmland. There were these like little small forest places that were very like idyllic. And I would like spend time there and I would just find this peace when I was there. So I started recording sounds and then the sound of, you know, the small stream, the brook, it's called like the purling brook. Uh, that's purling. That's, and that's also a Swedish word uh, that I really like. So that's the, the origin of pearl. Um, so pearl is more kind of organic. It's more tied to nature. It's, it's like it started in that connection with nature and it kind of stays there. And also it's more rhythmical, like it has more rhythm, like kind of deeper rhythm. And then it kind of has a spirit that's hard to describe, but I will just feel when some music I'm working on, I can feel like, oh, this is Pearl. Like it might be fully ambient, but I still can feel like it's Pearl. It's not Etonel. So, <laughs> uh, so they do have like different spirits. And then Illuvia is uh, sort of my um, project for just exploring more rhythms, like more rhythmic dance music kind of stuff. Um, and it actually evolved out of two earlier projects that both kind of reached the end. And then I felt like them dissolving. And then the energy that came after that became Illuvia. And so, yeah, that's more rhythmical and more intense, I would say. And then I released some music just under my given name, mostly piano, like kind of piano meditations, piano improvisations. Um, but also different stuff with vocals and yeah, different explorations. Is there any special meaning behind uh, the Illuvia word? Oh, yes. Actually, that project was born also during a very dark time in my life. Um, because usually like when I'm, when I'm depressed, like when I have my darkest moments is when like the most powerful music will come. So that was a time when I was like many things I had been following, like I had followed a path and it just didn't lead to where I wanted, like where I thought it would lead. And I had followed it for a long time and it was sort of like a falling apart of many of the structures I was like relying on. So it was a difficult time. And then I remember this like very powerful inspiration came to just make music. And I was awake the whole night and kind of collapsed in bed afterwards. And then this like 15 minute or 12 minute or whatever track, uh, that's the first Illuvia track had come and it's very powerful. So I just felt like that was something new. There was like new energy, um, but I didn't have a name for it for a while. And then after a while, the name Illuvia kind of came to me. And I thought of it as like the illuminated path, like via is like, I think, Spanish for path or way. Um, and uh, so the it's kind of like, like, even when we are in a dark place and struggling in life, there is this kind of like something calling us, like go in this direction, start going in this direction, like start thinking about this or, you know, so, and I see that as like our soul or higher self is like, reaching us and like trying to show like this is the illuminated path to follow like and if you follow this you will find your way to to come out of where where you might feel stuck and you will have new connections and new things happen and like very quickly you can be in a totally different state so that was a very important idea for me like at that time when i was feeling very lost 
in life. And then a few years later, I realized that there is something called illuviation. And I didn't know this, but illuviation is like a name that's describing how water, I might get this wrong, but as I remember it, it's like how water is moving nutrients around in the soil to like spread the nutrients to um, so that, you know, plants can grow and everything. So it's like a process. And I'm like, okay, that's totally magical because I didn't know <laughs> that, but I love that meaning of the word. Um, because I also, I'm very like, I have a strong connection with water. I am Pisces and I have like mostly water in my uh, astrology, like in my natal chart. So yeah, that felt very, very appropriate. So writing music, it is like a therapy for you, sounds like. Yes. Yeah, it's definitely my, it's my best therapy. It's also like my kind of biggest challenge I would say is like the part of life where I feel like I grow and I learn the most about myself like where I'm the most challenged but it's also what I need the most it's very rarely easy for me like making music it's not like I mean that um, that first Illuvia track is one of those experiences are my favorite ones it's like where an energy comes in and you're just completely open and it just flows through and it's like the creation is already there and it's just coming through and you are like watching this beautiful thing just fall into place and that's how I would love for it to be like every time but it's not like it's really not I think like theoretically you can really like get to a state where you are so tuned in that it can be that flowy but I think it's also like I actually have come to embrace more the struggle part of it because like in the human experience we do learn through the contrast like through the struggles that's where we learn that's where we grow and if like I imagine that creating music was always this like heavenly dreamy experience I would be finished after maybe like a few albums I would have like channel the energy but when there is this contrast and struggle it sort of keeps creating more depth and what I notice is that like what I start to trust is like the music that I feel like I have to make for my own process or that I feel like just that life calls me to make that's the music that is needed for the people who listen to it and meditate to it so yeah I've just come to trust that when the music calls me in a certain direction, even if it's a bit difficult for me, that's where I need to go. That's getting more and more clear with like, now I am called to sing. I'm called to like record vocal songs without, because I always, like my voice is in all of my music, but it's usually very far away. It's like behind layers of, you know, effects. And so I always like have this inspiration to sing then I hear my own voice in the music and I'm like, okay, that needs to like, we need to like <laughs> blur that because that's where you have the strongest kind of, like for me at least, and I think for many, we have the strongest judgments about ourselves and about the sound of our own voice and about like, so it's been a process for me like to allow the voice over the years to like be more and more clear and audible in the music. And I feel that's also where I have the most fears at the moment. Like 
to show the voice in its without the effects and in a more naked expression. Uh, but life is calling me there, so that's where I have to go. Where do you take this female vocal? Oh, I worked with uh, many vocalists uh, over the years, and I always like save every recording from every project. So I have this library of uh, sounds that I will like when I'm working on something new and I feel like, oh, it needs this like uh, female vocal or something angelic. I go into the library and I will find something that maybe was recorded for a different song. I mean, ideally, I would love to have like a new inspired recording for that song that I'm working on, but it's not always possible. Like sometimes I will record my voice and I will feel like, no, it's not, <laughs> that's not the right voice for this. But there is also times where I actually pitch, like I pitch shift my own voice. So it sounds, I mean, there are certain songs, if I would say like, that's my voice, you wouldn't believe it. But so sometimes that, that sounds like a female voice can be my voice also. <laughs> and vocals you use sounds absolutely heavenly. Thank you. <laughs> That's nice to hear. <laughs> really like angels. Yeah, and there's like actually something I was thinking about actually these days is that like I in making music, I've tried to also make it perfect, you know, and there is like something within us that is perfect that we can call like spirit or soul or true nature or something. So there is that perfection inside of us it's like i am i know that in music part of the reason i make music is to like kind of give an expression to that so that like to be reminded and that's what i feel like that's the mission if i have like a mission in life it's to make music that remind people of who they are but also in that there can be this like you know denial of the human aspect of everything that is a bit ugly that is a bit like uncomfortable like that isn't this angelic you know and that's where i feel like that's for me where i am now with the music it's like now i'm being called to show that part and to embrace that part like first to embrace that part in my own voice and in my own musical expressions that are not so polished and so produced and then to feel like confident in sharing those so that's where i feel like the next few years that's where I will go. And that's like a different perspective because it's actually kind of like the blending of the human with the divine. Like you don't have to like take away the human or like hide the human, the human aspects and just keep this angelic thing. You can actually like have them meet because from the like divine perspective, there is no judgment of the human. There is no judgment of like, oh, that's an ugly voice, that's an ugly note, that's an ugly sound. Everything is always like embraced and it's like known as like, no, this is an expression too of the divine. Like everything is an expression of that. So yeah, I feel like that's where I'm going with the music. And it's for me, it's much more scary than creating this divine music. It's kind of safe, you know, <laughs> it's like I have done that now. I know how to do it. And now you kind of have to go where you're a bit scared to go also. Is there any specific source of inspiration that helps you create your unique sound? I would say 
for Pearl, it's like the forest. It's uh, I love walking barefoot in the forest. And yeah, it's just those moments, you know, when I'm out walking in the forest and you just let go of all the thoughts of who you are and what your life is about and what you need to do and blah, blah, blah. And just, you know, you're just there in the moment and the wind is moving through the trees and it's just like this feeling of immensity just takes over and... That's the inspiration, I would say, for Pearl. And for Eternel, it's more the sky. It's like, uh, if you go to my Instagram, I mean, now I don't post so much, but there, like a few years ago, I just posted pictures of the sky. <laughs> and my stories were always like, I mean, still, that's the most you will see on my uh, feed is usually the sky. Because, I mean, it's like every day, even today, I mean, today it's rainy here. And I love the gray sky also. It's so soothing. Like, it's, yeah. I I just, I mean, it's like the sky is this constant work of art. That's like all the time creating new patterns and unique combinations that we've never seen before. I mean, I keep seeing like clouds that just feel like I've never seen a cloud like that. And then you go to like a new country or a different place and you notice the sky is so different. Like the clouds in Turkey are so different from how they are in Sweden. And yeah, I mean, so I would say for Etonel, it's, I mean, that's the visual <laughs> representation of what I'm trying to say with the music. That would be the sky. And then, yeah, yeah I mean, it's, I was talking to a friend the other day about like what drives us to try to express ourselves in music and I feel like it's you have to have the desire to say something that you can't say with words or you can't say in any other way and I feel like it's the same if you're a dancer or a painter or whatever your expression is but it's like there's just something inside of you that you want to say that uh, you can't say in any other way and that is the source of my inspiration what is your greatest challenge you have to face right now in terms of growth or scaling or many the greatest challenge is um it's sitting down by the piano and you know like feeling that there is something there something i want to explore and express and then i start and then like the inner critic is like immediately saying like, it's no good it's not gonna work it's you know like this voice is coming in there and it's like to kind of the biggest challenge is to learn to like be loving towards that if there was a way to just delete it there was like a delete button <laughs> i'm sure we would have found it you know but there is i feel like there's a lot of growth there and I feel like what happens is just more and more I understand that the things that that voice is saying like is not good could sometimes be the things that are the most touching. Because when I listen to other singers, especially, what I'm most moved by is not that they have perfect pitch or like their technique is perfect. I mean, I can be super impressed by that. I can be like, wow, it's like watching an amazing 
athlete that's just so skilled, like a gymnast or something, and you're just, wow, that's incredible. But the thing that touches me in my heart, like, that's never about that. It's about, like, when you see that someone is daring to show something that is, like, not perfect, like, that is not, that they didn't rehearse a million times and get every detail right, that they're actually, they're taking this leap and daring to show something of themselves that maybe they are afraid to show, maybe they're nervous to show, but they're doing it anyway. And when I see that or hear that, that's what really, really touches me, and that's the people I admire the most, like, for their courage. So I'm starting to notice, like, okay, but then it's the same for you. It's like when you sit and you don't have this perfect creation or this way that it comes out perfectly, will you also have the courage to show it and share it, you know? That's where I have my biggest challenge and my biggest growth because I want to say yes, but there is a lot of emotion there. There is like, there is fear. There is almost like a primal fear that feels like, yeah, some, it feels like survival, you know? Like showing yourself in that way can feel like maybe I won't, like there, there is a fear that can feel so strong that it's almost like a survival fear. And you can't just like push that away and just go but kind of you have to, like, you kind of have to, I think you have to kind of learn to go forward with that fear. But I think there is a way to kind of hold that inside of yourself while you continue, you know? And that's where I'm at right now. Your music is often associated with the atmosphere and meditation. How do you think it affects the state of your listeners? For me, I never thought of making meditation music. The first Etonel album that was made was when I was in India, 2009. And there was a woman there I met who was like making these like sacred special bed sheets that were very like luxurious with like sacred symbols. And she was like suggesting that like, oh, can't you make like a, a music, like some an album to fall asleep to, like a CD and we'll sell it together and stuff. And I was like, sure. So I was in India, I was like living in a little hut, I was in the south of India, and monsoon season, and like, and I was, yeah, and I was like recording the sounds around, and I was working on this little travel laptop, and I was, uh, but I was so inspired about this idea, so that's where the first Etonel album came, but I didn't have a name for that music then, uh, that album is Waking Music, it was eventually released as Waking Music. And that project with the bedsheet, it never happened. Like, uh, <laughs> it never materialized. <laughs> no, it's, I mean, it, it was, I think it was just meant to be the inspiration for me to, like, start to go in that direction. And actually, it was, I think, four years before I released that. Because I was just, I just had these six ambient soundscapes that were, like, half an hour long um, on my... Uh, hard drive and didn't know what to do with it because it didn't fit into Perl and didn't fit into anything else I was doing at that time. And then eventually I released it without an artist name and I just used the name Etonel. Um, it's a Swedish word. It actually means when you dry flowers in a certain way that they don't change their shape. It's like you dry them in a way so that they can be like a hundred years old. They will look the same. And yeah, so I, I always like that word. And I feel like that's kind of what the music is. It's like the music is alive 
and then you like leave it in a shape that it just stays the same. Like when I don't work on it anymore, it's like you have dried, you have dried the flower and now it's like will stay that way. <laughs> so that's the meaning behind the etonel word. Um, but anyway, so I didn't like launch that project as some meditative project. It just, I, that's the name I put on my Bandcamp page. And then eventually people started to associate that. And then I also found other recordings I had made the one that's called floating for example i had recorded it's like an hour long or 70 minute long soundscape and i never released it i didn't know what to do with it and then it's like oh maybe i can put this also on bandcamp and then it kind of grew from there um and then it was uh insight timer was the first like kind of meditation app that reached like out to me and where it's like we love your music we would like to have it on the app and i was like wow cool I never thought of like, I didn't even think of that as like specifically meditation music because to me, my music is too emotional to meditate to. I don't meditate to my like my own music or <laughs> music that is so like, for me, it's like, it's more, it's like an immersion. It's like a sound bath. But when I meditate, I, I actually, I mostly meditate to silence. But if I want to have some sound, it should be kind of boring, you know? so that I can just focus on the sound like a singing bowl or something like this. But my music is very, for me, it's very like engaging. Um, but then I, so I was a bit surprised to see how many people were loving to meditate to it. Because yeah, Inside Timer is where I, I don't know how it is now, but for a while that was where the biggest audience was. So I was really happily surprised to see like, oh, there's a community of meditators around the world that <laughs> that sit and meditate to my music and love it and write these lovely comments. Tell me about how my music is helping them to find. And yeah, I mean, for me, it's amazing. It's this intention I have of making music that is an expression of our inner reality, which I think on the deepest level is shared, like we share the same being. So, yeah, I think my music helps people to reconnect with themselves, with their own deepest self. That's true. And the track that you've mentioned, Floating, we're going to use it in our guided meditation to trust into the world, to trust to the world. And in this meditation, a person can completely relax and feel that they are held, you know, they are supported. They can really trust in everything, what's unfolding in meetings and encounters, that helping hand is always here and everything will come in the right time. And that's just beautiful. I'm looking for that. Yeah, that's such a beautiful idea and concept for guided meditation. And I feel like that's how we want to feel in life. Like that's how I want to feel in my life. And, and that's how more and more I do feel like the more I remind myself of that truth that we are always held and we can trust and we are safe. So yeah, I mean, for me, it's just amazing that, you know, you want to use my music for that. I couldn't imagine a better <laughs> use for it. So I'm, I'm excited to experience that guided meditation. How can you explain this ability of music to touch us so deeply, to evoke uh, this sincere and profound emotions and to elevate us to the heights of bliss? 
Do you know Jordan Peterson? No. He's like a Canadian, and I think he's like a college professor, psychologist, uh, but now he's very well known. Anyway, he's like more a scientist, but I once I heard him talk about music once, and it actually like brought tears to my eyes. It was so beautiful. Um, and he was talking about, you know, how like everything is actually vibration. And I mean, yeah, this is like very basic spiritual concepts kind of but i think yeah everything is vibration our being like we uh, also our bodies i mean it's all kind of a dance it's a dance of vibration and i mean music is that music is that's all that it is it's like the speaker is moving back and forth sending out the vibration and it's something about that that just speaks to us beyond intellect like when when we are talking now we are like we're connecting through words and it's funny it's like words is also sound it's also vibration but then they also have a meaning that's like on top of the vibration it's not just the sound but there is this meaning and if we only focus on the meaning it becomes like a bit dry you know it's like but in the voice there is also like how you can hear if a person is like feeling happy if they're feeling sad if they're excited if they're calm you know all of these other things are there in the sound and yeah i just think like it's who we are we are vibration and we communicate through vibration and the intellect is sort of like it's kind of exists on top of that it's not separate from that it's not like a different thing it's also i think it's also vibration at the essence but i think we as humans today we are very kind of lost in thinking like in conceptual thinking and in um language and how we like speak to ourselves and how we like speak to each other and it's like our life become this story that you know we tell ourselves and that we talk about to others and our life is like so much more than that little story <laughs> and i think music has this way of like going beyond that story to the being that's that you are and touching that and when you feel that then all those emotions they come they like flow from you they actually don't even come from the music because if someone is in a totally different state or if they don't like the music or they are annoyed they will not that will not happen so it's actually it's like coming from you and I, yeah i just think it's an expression of who you are it's like it's an expression of who we are is to feel those beautiful bigger like these feelings that are kind of bigger than life you know like we cannot find the words for them, but yeah, they are natural to us. What is the right way to listen to music? Where, how would you describe the process? How do you make it? I love, um, it's so rare these days because, I mean, we live busy lives. I also live a busy life, but it's like, I love when I sit down just to listen like not even to meditate necessarily like maybe you go into meditation but just sit down and listen and just let like the music touch you like you just described like those feelings that can come so i mean i love when i take the time to do that and i love when people do that and when they tell me about it because these days it's like it's like, oh, we put on a song on our phone or something. And it's like, we want to share music with a friend. It's like, oh, listen to this. And you listen to like 20 seconds of the intro on a phone speaker. And 
you maybe form some opinion about it, like if you like it or not like it or whatever, but you haven't like really experienced it. So I recently moved to Turkey, uh, or it's like it's a year ago now. And um, when I moved there, I didn't have any like studio equipment or anything there. So, uh, and I bought my first pair of speakers there. And then I hadn't like listened to music in speakers for a while because I didn't have any speakers. So uh, the first time I plugged them in, in the room, and I'm like so curious, like I'm a, you know, of course I'm a music nerd. So <laughs> like new speakers and, you know, wow, how, how does my favorite record sound on these speakers kind of. And I put on music I was listening to Tool, actually. It's a kind of metal band that I really loved when I was growing up, and I still love, but I don't listen to them so often. And I was listening to a song from them really loud, and I just sat down and, like, let the music just wash over me. And I was, like, sobbing, crying, you know, like, in minutes, because the experience was so strong. And I, I could hear things in that song that I've never heard because these speakers were like more detailed than any other that I had before. So I was hearing things in the voice and in everything. And it just like, yeah, it was so beautiful. And then I like was just reminded, okay, like do this sometimes, like <laughs> sit down and just sit down and just listen. And for me, it's so like, it cannot be my own music. It's so hard for me because I always have this like, critique going you know like oh that's too loud or that i need to fix that or blah blah blah. so so i need to listen to other people's music which is fine because there's a lot of it so (laughs) but yeah i i love that kind of totally like completely give yourself to the experience of listening and you know of of course we cannot always do that i mean i also i mean we are on the bus or on the plane or like in the car or whatever. I love listening to music in the car. I love listening to music on my earbuds when I'm on the bus. And sometimes it's like I do other stuff and then I'm like completely immersing for a few minutes. And I mean, that's wonderful too. I mean, I I think music is, I mean, it kept me, I would say kept me alive during the difficult times. I would listen to music constantly when I was going through the difficult times in life. So I think any way you listen to music is just fine. What advice would you give to those who want to use your music to achieve inner harmony and peace? I would just say, like, start with the um, uh, start with the idea that what you're looking for is already there. So, if you're seeking harmony, peace, um, rest, uh, feeling loved, feeling safe, whatever you're looking for it's already there and what we're doing in meditation what the music can help with is just to let go of the noise that is keeping you from seeing what's already there so that's what i would say how we can get rid of this noise i think by just letting it be there and maybe even feeling into it a bit, like leaning into it. Because usually if there is like a mental noise or lots of thoughts, there is like some emotion that's just underneath. And just by leaning into that emotion and just feeling it, 
because there is no emotion that will kill us like there might be an emotion that's saying like it's overwhelming i can't feel this it's too much or whatever but it's not true we really have the space for whatever is there and we have the capacity to feel it and actually the body knows how to process emotions and sometimes it's through tears sometimes it's through screaming sometimes it's through just relaxing and breathing the breath is extremely therapeutic like it's um i think it's one of the most uh, intelligent processes we have access to to just let the breath move through things and yeah just lean into the emotion that's underneath the noise just feel what's there and there's no need to do anything or like because nature will take care of it by itself it's like we're just letting nature recycle the energy and free up the energy that might be locked up in those emotions that are there and music can really help to create an environment a container for this process yes that's true music is wonderful in creating the space where we can allow ourselves to feel those things that maybe are difficult and overwhelming it's like the music becomes this hand that you hold while you're feeling those things an idea came up to my mind what if we end up this podcast with a listening to music all together and uh, just give ourselves to this experience in the way you described it before like an experiment Yeah? Uh, what do you think? Sure, that's a great idea. Dear listeners, wherever you are, we invite you to immerse yourself for a few moments into the music. Let it guide. Let the sounds in. And enjoy with curiosity. Just let the sounds in. Let them feel you open up to receive.
Thank you, Ludwig, so much. Thank you for listening to it. <laughs> Thank you for being so open to connect with it and connect with yourself. Thank you for listening to today's episode and for all your attention. 